we discussed the Republican National Convention. Biden may skip the presidential debates because his basement is just too cozy. And we discuss what we would do if a pasty white Antifa stooge stood in the middle of traffic on today's Mystery Men podcast. So, this week has been very, very interesting. Lots of stuff happened, and mainly uh, the RNC, the Republican National Convention. Um, I don't know, did you guys get to see any highlights or even watch it, you know, as far as just watching the whole thing? Or Yeah, 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 we got to see it. It was pretty cool. I mean, like, I, I think the uh, they did the best they could, in fact, in, in light of the fact that they couldn't all meet together. But I was really surprised to see all the people there. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I thought I got to see a couple of highlights here and there um, over the course of it. I think they I mean, if anything, they had a a better message, in my opinion, than what we saw at the DNC the previous week. Um, So I think they probably accomplished a lot of what they were hoping to do. I'm hoping anyway. That's how it went. But like one of the things that stood out to me was uh, Nick Sandman. I think a lot of people were pretty impressed about how uh, his message came across. Um, and then, you know, his, his, the ending to his little speech, <laughs> which I found like pretty funny, which was where he uh, put on his MAGA hat at the very end of his speech <laughs> and gave that little invisible smirk at the end of it. <laughs> I saw that clip. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was, it made me interested to see what he, the full timeline of everything that happened, but he, he summed it pretty well. And yeah. I believe he, in the little time that he had, he was, he gave a good synopsis of what happened and his reasoning behind the response. Yeah. I think one thing he said that kind of, I guess, brought more light is, um, as the spleen was saying, you know, it kind of, he gave a better timeline of what was going on, but, you know, also prior, uh, you know, of course he won the settlement and we don't know how much money, he really got but you know even if he was kind of vindicated based on news reports coming out kind of displaying the you know the whole story just being a kid of that age it kind of ruins your life of what you want to do afterwards right because there's always kind of this image of people have of you so you i never realized it that you know whatever plans you may have had after you know high school or whatever um uh it kind of all got ruined with, uh, you know, how he was treated by the media. Definitely he's um, in the spotlight more. That's going to, that could carry with him for a couple of years. I mean, he, he got, some, got a lot of redemption moments with, even with his own uh, school and their, but it did, it does set you on a trajectory and how you respond to it or how you, how you use that. Is that uh, uh, up to him? But I, I think I, I could see it still being used for a good, or him still going on a good path. I don't know where. I, I think I've seen this figure a couple of times this week about like eighty million. But I, I, I think I saw that on Louder with Crowder or something like that. Wait, you think he got eighty million from I, I, so far? I mean, because there's been a couple of companies that he's, you know, now that he's gotten a uh, settlement from. But um, also, I just read yesterday, I think he got a job with Mitch McConnell's campaign as far as like a grassroots director or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, seems to be doing well for himself. So good on him for that. Um, Some of the other things that kind of, I think, stuck out were uh, David Dorn's wife uh, speaking and if you remember, that was the police officer that was trying to prevent uh, some looting um, at a pawn shop and got shot and killed uh, during some rioting. And uh, he used to be an, an ex-police officer, I believe. And so his wife kind of spoke about uh, how things you know, should need to, need to change. I, I think it shows it's, it's, it's frustrating because I've seen I've read those stories. I've seen a lot of people where they've been. Uh, pretty much ruined or career ruined or just had a very negative impact on them and nothing doesn't seem to happen. There's no accountability, especially with the media. So it was, I was, it was nice. It was a pleasant surprise to see uh, courts ruling in his favor. 
because it yeah. seems like they're, you know, it seems like the media has such a uh, undue and a lot of leverage and power to, to escape any of that type of. Well, also when you think about like he was saying, like, you know, using the term getting canceled, usually it's like a kind of like an older person, right? Like it's like old tweets or something, but I, you know, I can't imagine being 18 and getting canceled. Like you have your whole life ahead of you and, you know, you kind of have this stigma attached to you. So when he kind of brought that up, it kind of, you know, made me think about it in a different light, everything he went through um, based on this instance. I want to say his lawyer is now representing, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy in uh, Portland, or not Portland, uh, in Kenosha, who... Uh, shot at uh, Kyle? Kyle Kyle Castle, son of Frank Castle. <laughs> <laughs> now that's exactly how I envision if Invisible Boy was in, in that same scenario. That's exactly how it played <laughs> out. Wear like a small t shirt with a skull logo on it, it's like too small for him. <laughs> and the scream every time you go in your. <gasps> <laughs> i'm surprised it got that show actually lasted on netflix as long as it did so uh at this point now that the rnc is finally over it's 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 now it's finally time to really get to the the presidential campaigns and so one thing that's been on my mind lately have been the debates, the upcoming debates. They're not going to have um, it, man. <laughs> Biden will kill it. Well, you know, I think everyone knows at this point that Biden would most likely fall apart if, uh, you know, if he does anything live. So it sounds, and now it sounds like the Democrats are well aware of that happening. So, you know, this, this past week, Nancy Pelosi argued that Biden should not debate. Uh, and it was in a totally quote unquote unplanned remark she made to the, to the press about <laughs> it. Um, I'm sure she's full aware of what she's saying. She, she was talking about how uh, the Biden campaign, you know, they may not uh, feel the same way, but she thinks that he shouldn't do any debates because Trump, you know, he's, uh, uh, he's just not somebody who would tell the truth during a debate. So it's not even worth debating him. So um, what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on, on Biden debating or if uh, you guys have any desire to even see that at this point? I mean, if I was a Democrat, I don't think Biden should debate either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like even, you know, just the democratic debates, he had such a, you know, difficulty with those. And there were so many moments that were, you know, kind of memed, I guess, just based on that. So just imagining him on a, um, you know, national debate where it's, I mean, especially Donald Trump. I mean, you saw him in the first debates. I mean, he did a really good job. And, you know, his, uh, um, I guess, popularity kind of raised after that. So I think it would be, I mean, it's going to be difficult for him if he does. Yeah, do that's BS. They, they need a debate because that's what no, they they do looking, need a debate. Yeah, I don't know what I was looking forward to. Like 2020 has been so yeah. rough, but <laughs> I've been wanting to watch Donald Trump and Joe Biden debate just to watch that fiasco. That's, that's all I want. We've, We've, we've dealt with so much this year. Why can't we just have that? Hey. I know. 2020 needs to give us something back. to take everything from us. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think it's... What's frustrating is it's such a common thing. It's so so intentional and obvious. But you can see that they're trying to set up the stage. They even had uh, their lapdog, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon already talking about that so it's just it just seems so obvious that they've been trying to set up the hey let's not have a debate because you know oh it's not worth the debate and i i think if that was the the tables were turned then be like oh you're too afraid to debate so it's just but there's just I, i wonder what what has to give in order for for them to cave because they're gonna i believe keep pushing this idea 
and Joe Biden's going senile. I, I'm senile, and I even asked a physician friend of mine. I was like, and he's, I think he's more left wing, but I was just like, do you think he's going senile? And he's just like, yeah, I think he is. And so, <laughs> <Yeah. I'm> just, <laughs> but I yeah. think there's people that are just willing to vote for him because they dislike well, Donald Trump. I mean, I will say that their messaging is working because I, I have a couple of, you know, left-leaning friends and, you know, uh, they were kind of discussing the RNC this past week and it, and it came up where they were saying, yeah, I don't think, you know, Biden should do a debate anyway. And they just kind of, and I, I don't really talk to them about, you know, where I stand or anything, but I mean, you can already see people who are on that side are going to start just, you know, reiterating the same type of talking points and being okay with that thought that a presidential candidate should not debate <laughs> for her president. Yeah. The, the, the thing president. that makes me so angry, how do you decide who's, who's truthful, right? Like the whole idea is because he doesn't tell the truth, we don't get to, we shouldn't debate him. And it's like, that's based on what you think, right? Like he should still have the opportunity to, you know, debate and get his ideas across. And then the, you know, general public should be able to decide what they believe to be true or false. Um, I guess the people you talk to, do they kind of hold that? Are they using that same reasoning? That, uh, no, that's where it ends. <laughs> I mean, the whole point of a the whole point of a debate is to uh, basically convince everyone of, I mean, quote unquote, your truth. Like that the opponent has like their ideas are faulty, that their um, notion of how to run the country um, has flaws and like to pointing, pointing out either whether it be lies or misconceptions. Uh, what and they and that would be, that would be the case with like any normal campaign. But as you could see at the DNC, like, I mean, can anybody really say what the Democrats platform is or what some of their, their, um, go to talking points will be like as far as uh, campaign promises or, or uh, plans for the future. Like, I, I don't know if yeah. they really had anything fleshed out other than talking about how Trump was bad. Yeah. There really yeah. isn't any platform besides orange man bad. And, and I think even their platform, I mean, they couldn't even agree on themselves. A thousand delegates voted against the platform that the Democrats put together. So, I mean, like, they can't even find a cohesion yeah. themselves, let alone sell anything reasonable to us. I mean, like, that's the thing I did like about the RNC debate was I felt like even in, if you just watched Trump's speech, which was long, you know, he he outlined some clear tasks that he wants to accomplish. Uh, I couldn't remember if it was Trump's speech or another one's, but I mean, like, look, he wants to get a million jobs back, you know, you know from what we lost, and he wants to... To develop different programs. I mean, like he outlines that. So yeah, you don't hear that from Biden. It's just like we need right. to fight the darkness from with the lightness and, and like <laughs> I thought you don't it's believe like, in I'm, color, man. I see the light. I thought you can't and see he's color. He's going towards it. <laughs> yeah, he's probably talking. <laughs> <shit. laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I I I'm not surprised that people who support the Democrats are not going to just go along with what they're hearing. I mean, it's very easily swayed and i people are like well it whether they believe he's going senile and they don't want to see the debate or they're just going with their emotional response which uh, i do think it was something that seeing their media and democrats are very good at uh playing towards right and, and yeah. it is like that it is like the the representation of the typical like i don't agree with you. I don't even want to debate you because I don't agree. So I don't want to hear your opinion. So it makes sense that they won't want to debate. So, I mean, if Trump had it his way, he would definitely, you know, want the debate. There's no question of that. And, uh, you know, this past week, there was an article that I was reading about that. He, he was basically talking about maybe some potential ground rules for a debate um, one being that both candidates should uh, have a drug test pre-debate. <laughs> he has that for Hillary, yeah. too. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> I honestly don't. I think he's just trolling at this point to be funny. I don't, I don't think he's me <laughs> being for real. <laughs> Do you have any interest in hearing uh, his clip that he uh, wanted to, uh, where he was talking about uh, the drug test? Sure. What nobody thought is that he was even going to win. Because he had debate performances were so bad, uh, you know. Frankly, his best performance was against Bernie. We're going to call for a drug test, by the way. Because his best performance was against Bernie. It wasn't that he was Winston Churchill, because he wasn't. But he, it was a normal, boring debate. You know, nothing amazing happened. And, and we are going to call for a drug test, because there's no way you can't do that. What do you think is going on? Well... I don't know how he could have been so incompetent in his debate performances and then all of a sudden be okay against Bernie. I don't mean he was good or greater. I just mean he was a normal, boring debate. There was nothing you understand. He got through it. Well, frankly, I thought he, he was, you know, they were even, more or less, right? And most people didn't think. And so they did something. They did something. There was no way. Because I watched his debates against Kamala, who's another one that's a beauty. She's, she's, if you go by the polls, she started high and she ended low. That's usually not a good sign, right? As far as somebody that you pick. <laughs> so, I'll leave it there. <laughs> but, but it's going to be, a, it would be the ultimate gladiator fight, in my opinion. <laughs> the last couple of weeks, you know, every now and then, a couple of stories have come up with, uh, about the NBA. And uh, I know Invisible Boy's favorite NBA player is LeBron James. <laughs> this is not my favorite NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> this week, after Jacob Blake got shot seven times by police um, in Kenosha, Wisconsin, there was a call to boycott or strike some of the NBA playoff games. I think the king was uh, maybe one of the leaders in that. Um, but shortly after, maybe within a day, they decided against <laughs> doing yeah. the boycott. That was so messed up, man. I don't understand what they were I think they, they heard they're going to get their salary reduced, so they're just like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. If you're not playing, well, we'll pay you. Oh, oh well, well, I don't feel as bad anymore when you come back. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't even know if y'all just start speaking the... Chinese. I mean, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> 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 yeah, LeBron, man, he's been the knee to China, but like, you know. well, the, these people are so dumb. I don't know if you've seen the latest story that came out, but they found out that only twenty percent of the league is registered to vote. So it's oh. not even like, <laughs> so like they've been getting clowned now, and I'm like, you guys are so dumb. I mean, it, it's all just like for a personal brand thing, but it's not. Yeah, it doesn't even seem to be helping them, just based on everything that's been going on. It seems like it's been hurting the organization more than help. Well, that, and I, I think I heard the point brought up this week that, yeah, maybe a lot of these uh, lar- bigger stars in the NBA that get, you know the higher salaries can, um, you know, afford to boycott or, you know, and not, it not affect them as much, but like, you know, some of these other, you know, players aren't making those, that type of numbers, you know, as far as salary goes. And yeah, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think they can afford to. Yeah. And those WNBA players doing the same stupid nonsense. And they're like, well, they weren't making anything in the first place. It's like taking half a zero. But here's my point. If you don't already make enough, if you don't make enough, then why would you boycott your games already? <laughs> You're complaining about not making enough money. You're going to play every stupid game. What's a 30% salary cut of a zero? <laughs> you know what they did? Instead of spending their money on, on useful things, they took their meager pay and they went and bought Hanes t-shirts and put the random person's name on it. <laughs> they ironed on some Black Lives Matter. No, they ironed on, some, no, they ironed on that life. guy. No, but in bubble paint, they put like uh, they Jacob, put a Jacob Blake. And they spelled out his name, Jacob Blake. Yeah, they spelled out his name, right? And then the, literally the next picture, they all moved around, so it spelled like Aka Boot Black Lack Book. It, it didn't have like his name spelled out anymore. Like, you guys are so dumb. <laughs> Maybe they thought they knew how to spell it. <laughs> Cobbler, we'll cut, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I heard um, there's like a, I mean, Stephen A. Smith reported this, like, during the, um, I guess, the meeting that these NBA players and coaches and owners had, like, LeBron was basically, um, I guess, just really talking down on, like, the players that are, like, considered, like, beneath him and just saying, I mean, I guess a lot of the young players were rubbed the wrong way, like, how he was talking. And yeah, they said they felt like he owned the league, and they kind of ha- he was like talking about like basically like you know everyone else is beneath him, and yeah, so know. he's like coming off as like this. The king guy of can't the league, even basically. read past page three of of any book <laughs> that he's ever read in his life. <laughs> he was holding the book upside down too. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know if I, I didn't see that, but he's like one of those people that it's like brings. He brought that well. I don't know if we were going to get to that point, but his Malcolm X book that he had during an interview, it just seemed like he brought that just to you. You could tell that wasn't even open because there's like no creases on the. On <laughs> he's the like just sitting in his front pocket <laughs> and he's like showing his pocket yeah. to everybody. Yeah, exactly. I really enjoy the words of Malcolm Luther X King. And, uh, <laughs> he had a good TV show about his two brothers. Yeah. I wish I could meet him in real life. Uh, I wish I could meet Denzel Washington in real uh, life. He's, he's dead, dead, LeBron. Uh, yeah, yeah. I meant like in heaven. <laughs> I meant figuratively. <laughs> Did we cover that last week? The, no, uh, the all know. the pictures of LeBron, like that are going around, where he uh, is like every book he's reading in front of the camera is like he's only like a page or two into the book. <laughs> Yeah, but then the, then the reporter literally asked him, like, hey, what do you think? Yeah. Look? And he's like looking at page number three still. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, yeah, it's it's interesting about life. And, and just said every potential generic term that could apply to any book. He just literally put it Somebody was like, I don't think he can't read. I don't think he can read. <laughs> I really doubt it because then you start looking at all the pictures of him holding a book, like yeah, like a textbook. I saw a picture yeah. of him holding a science. I'm like, really? Why are you reading a textbook ground. in the middle of the locker room? You crazy? Yeah. yeah but, I mean, going back to the original <laughs> point, like, look, these guys are all about pointing their virtue. They're not really doing anything with that. I mean, the guy has millions of dollars. What has he done? He bought a thirty-six million dollar mansion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bringing the immigrants into his home, or or even you know went out to Jacob Blake's family and and did something, even if that guy deserved it, which I don't think he deserves anything. But anyway, fine. Do something with your with your mouth. I mean, write write a check. Do something. Yeah. No, he don't want to do that. He just wants to be sitting there on the side. I, I mean, it, it's kind of funny. Like the. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of the support of these protests, but a lot of the athletes that, um, uh, a lot of these athletes who don't speak on these like racial issues are kind of like the ones who are, I guess, kind of putting, you know, their money where their mouth is more than a lot of, you know, like these NBA players. Like I know like Floyd Mayweather, he, he paid for George Floyd's whole funeral, but like, no, he never brought it up. It was just reported out of nowhere. But, you know, like he's also someone who, I guess he's very controversial in what he said in the past also, I guess. But, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I use George or Floyd Mayweather as the, uh, Bell, <laughs> <laughs> the standard to achieve by, but no wonder he doesn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably didn't know how to turn on Twitter. <laughs> well, he's got to be better than Ti. I think we've established. Oh, yeah, yeah Ti. Did he beat up Ti at one point? But yeah, that was like one of those <laughs> oh man, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> So well, amidst uh, a lot of the protests, um, rioters and protesters alike are getting killed. Uh, a right wing protester was killed in Portland early Sunday morning uh, after the Democrat mayor refused federal help. And so uh, this just came out uh, essentially today as we're reading it. And um, essentially there was a uh, a Trump uh, support kind of uh, protests that kind of drove through town on the, in their trucks. 
And I believe I've seen the video of this guy in particular, but um, it sounds like he was identified as being a Trump supporter. And you can hear somebody saying, yeah, hey, it's a Trumper. And then another guy said, oh, it is or something like that. And then he turns to him and shoots him um, right in the chest. And uh, so he died. And so, you know, this is all after a lot of the commotion this week that happened over the the Kenosha riots and protests uh, where Kyle or our guy Kyle um, shot a few people uh, as he was kind of running away from them. Um, yeah, I so, mean, like, there's so much yeah. to unpack there, but I mean, like, if you start uh, out with just Kenosha in general, I mean, like, again, this is just another example of how everybody reacts without knowing any of the facts of the situation and just immediately, yeah. now we got to go burn things. Like, that's going to help that guy be able to walk again or something, or even address the three kids in the car that are sitting there watching their this whole thing unfold and now have to deal with that. I mean, like, this is the nonsense of our they're they're when when we finally accept the fact that these people are not riding for this pure we want we want to make social change they're just riding because they want to just that's this this anarchist spirit everybody has that we tend to keep down when we're dealing with normal society but in nowadays it's just like it's okay for them to exp- express their frustrations in that way and it just it just keeps on getting solidified can you imagine if a uh, neo-Nazi was was the one that uh, was associated with the Republicans. Like wh- how much crap everyone would give them just for the for the Republicans to to um, to stand up and say no, this is not acceptable. Yeah, but yet the Democrats are just kind of like, eh, well, it's not yeah. bad. It's okay. Yeah, yeah I don't say anything. Now I I have heard uh, maybe like in, within the last day or two, um, they're starting to recognize. Oh, this is not looking good for us, and that's the reason why they're even reacting. Is that it's politically, it's not looking good. Um, and I think uh, you know, a, couple, a couple of anchors on CNN have started to call it out, like uh, Don Lemon and uh, <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> and so, uh, and then I think uh, Biden's campaign is actually. Uh, came out with a statement as far as saying something to the effect of, oh, you know, uh, we prejudge or misjudged what initially occurred, I guess, in regards to um, the Kyle case. Um, and so they're kind of backing off of, you know, their initial statements a little bit. Um, and I think it's because they, they're starting to see what kind of effect this is having on their own political ambitions at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really going to take, you know, them realizing that this is, this is detrimental to them in order for them to even react. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. I mean, they're just going to keep on doing, I, I, I honestly think this is just a big plan, a strategy just to, just to create as much chaos. And they keep talking about Trump being the chaos candidate, but I mean, how much stuff has Trump started off? that has created this level of anxiety in people. It's generally the Democrats versus Russia, you know, and, and that carried on for three years. How much chaos came out of that? And that's the thing. Like they they just want, they don't, they want the place to burn just enough where they can take back over again. That's it. Right. And I mean, like I I was uh, talking to somebody this week about like, cause I, I, I just don't know if I can really, nail down what the Democrats plan is at this point, because I mean, with Biden as their, their candidate, like, do you think they honestly believe that, you know, he's of sound mind or he could actually win at this point? I I don't know. I mean, like, what do you guys have uh, a percentage of how much you think Trump has a chance of winning at this point, or do you think it's kind of still dead even because something crazy could happen? I mean, um, the theory is that uh, they just expect to lose, or you know, and I think even uh, like mainstream media, like they, pro- I mean, they profit off the Trump news and always like speaking badly about him. So I feel like they also, in a way, want Trump to still remain president. Um, but yeah, I mean, even like after the RNC, 
like all the Democratic mayors in uh, Minnesota, I believe, all back Trump, saying that they, um, yeah, want him for re-election or are um, supportive supportive of him. Um, I mean, black um, voter support has gone up to about like close to thirty percent for Trump. Mm. Um, and I think they say like for a Republican candidate, if it's like twenty percent or higher, and the um, for the black voters, then it's pretty much a guaranteed win. Um, right. So it's, I don't know. I, yeah, it, it seems like they've got like the, um, I mean, Biden and then like probably the worst like Democratic candidate that was um, running through the Democratic primaries and Kamala Harris as his VP. Like, it seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, I think I think they tried to go with a moderate candidate trying to appeal to most of the base they have, but they're still struggling with this this group of radicals within their party that are really splintering splintering off, right? And mm-hmm. I think they're so they're trying to find a way to accommodate both. But then I think at the end of the day they're realizing more and more each day that they cannot overcome Trump's capability. I really think he's going to win. And, you know, I think they're sensing that. And so they're setting the stage to be able to just continue the resistance. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be, I think, I guarantee you, especially in light of what Hillary Clinton is talking about. But by the way, can she just go away? <laughs> is it possible for somebody just, just please go away? She's like saying like, you know, he shouldn't concede at all. Like no matter what, I'm like, what? What if he loses? Like, like, what yeah. if he doesn't have any votes? Is that what's the threshold for when he concede? Never. Like, what if he gets one vote? Him and Jill vote by himself, and nobody else votes for him. Can he concede then? Like, but Hillary Clinton is literally saying, "Don't concede." But for what? So that way, can Honestly, they can tear it around for the next fifty months. If if he won, that would look pretty bad for Hillary Clinton. Like if Joe Biden won and she didn't win. And he'd drop out and Kamala would be the first woman president instead of Hillary. Man. Oh. Yeah, she'd I, blow I, up. Yeah. yeah she <laughs> I think what they're doing is Kamala. Uh, even if it's kind of like a win. Win-win in some ways. If they lose, they're still letting letting Kamala get more national spotlight. I do believe that they're trying to make her more maybe legitimate on a national stage. And then I'm still. This is my theory. No, not, no articles backing it up. But Andrew Cuomo will have a larger role, maybe in the nominations in four years. That it seemed like they were really trying to highlight or worship him for the last few years with the co- uh, co- uh, Chinese virus response. So so I, I think it's set up that way. Or if he wins, you know, I, I was like saying a few months ago, whoever is their vice president candidate is the primary candidate for the, <laughs> the Democrat uh, ticket. But I'm, I'm just I'm really surprised that I mean, unless there's just that far left uh, part of the party is really driving everything, but I'm just surprised that they chose Kamala Harris out of all of the potential candidates that they had. No, I think uh, I think that that Kamala is kind of an appeal to the the moderate side more than anything, but she's kind of also got some credentials on the liberal side or the leftist side. So she's she's an ideal candidate, I think. She meets all the identity politics stuff that they cherish so much and then she also can speak to her credentials as a prosecutor and how she believes in law and order i mean it's just all farce she'll say whatever you want yeah she's one of those types that does that but like even like added to that which was added to my confusion is the fact that she was going in so hard on Biden during some of those debates or during, you know, the... They showed it very clear, their uh, disingenuineness, I like using that word, with, by saying, by her comment. Uh, yeah, that, that, uh, <laughs> that little interview that Stephen Colbert had with uh, her was... 
uh, pretty telling, uh, to say the least, because, you know, she was that was her reasoning for going in on him so hard whenever uh, Stephen Colbert asked her, you know, point blank, you know, why, you know, should we believe this, <laughs> essentially? So, I mean, like, it just to, I don't even know how or why she would, out of all the possible answers she could give, that was, you know, <laughs> her only response. I guess she just hadn't thought through it at all you know, whatsoever. Well, I mean, it's it's one of the reasons why you never really see presidential candidates choose a VP from, like, the presidential pool, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, usually, like, those people have said bad things about you, like, a couple months ago. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, can you imagine if Trump had picked low-energy Jeb? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that would have been or terrible. Ted Cruz or something. Or Ted like Cruz. That. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I want to repeat his dad was not a spy. <laughs> his dad did not kill JFK. <laughs> his wife is a fine, beautiful woman. Uh, <laughs> I don't even yeah. think Trump would even try to justify it. He's like. Yeah. He was a debate. He was yeah. a debate. He was a debate. Uh, <laughs> I want to be him like a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I miss those. Yeah. Yeah. See, have you noticed something? Like, I noticed this at the RNC. Yeah. Trump is becoming a lot less Trumpy than he used to be in year one. I don't know if he's it's getting true. tired. Or I think he's, he's tired. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know, like, bit about mentioned that. He's, like, not as a, much of a bully or... He's yeah, but maybe he's just like learning, that, or maybe somebody's telling him. Finally, he's listening to somebody. But yeah, I, I think he's starting to realize. But anyway, my point is like I think he's getting better. No, that that's true. And uh, I mean, like I think when he first started in 2016, a lot of us were like, you know, maybe something will shift in him to where he becomes a li- just a tad bit more humble for some reason, and kind of doesn't go all out like he used to. On this and it could be him just being tired of it all or you know maybe you know he's kind of learned okay i should tone it down at some point maybe that's it but it, that would if be anything you had to say about this guy I, I wouldn't have been able to last four years i would have six months i'm out i'm out yeah. i'm done <laughs> yeah, this man's a superhero man he reminds me <laughs> of uh peter parker i don't <laughs> How they always trap him in the newspaper, but he would always. Jolly Joan Jameson would always give him a bad rap. Yeah. But not the, not the current actor, Peter Parker, the old, old ones. The old one. <laughs> so uh, in this next segment, I'd like to call What Would You Do? Um, I want to discuss some of the videos. <laughs> right. Nice. Not to be confused with the uh, NBC clip for the segment. Oh, I forgot about that. Plagiarism! Plagiarism! <laughs> what is that? What is they, this? They, do, they have a what would you do? Oh! oh ABC. Yeah, yeah. 60 Minutes or something? Yeah, I, I totally ripped it off of that. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, a lot of, I've seen a lot of videos this week of people in trucks getting stopped by dummies that are like trying to peacefully protest making a forming a line in front of them so they can't drive through somewhere and we've seen this a lot over the last few months of rioting all over the place uh one recent one that i i watched was a guy that was just trying to pull into a a gas station and fill up on gas and there was these uh uh, protesters that were forming a line in front of him. They wouldn't let him pass. He was just kind of inching his way, you know, through the crowd a little bit. And then they start banging his truck on the sides and everything and throwing a couple of things. And he finally gets to the uh, the gas pump. And then they start getting around his car. One guy is basically blocking his access to the pump itself. And it, it just kind of ends there. You don't really see if he ever even gets gas in his truck or not. Yeah. But, you know, like uh, there's been other instances like in this, uh, these uh, Trump protesters that came. And I mean, they're with Trump. They came through Portland. Uh, there was some video of uh, these trucks going through some of these protesters that were trying to like just block them from getting through the, on the streets in Portland. 
And uh, so they were, <laughs> you could see hands reaching out of the, the, the trucks and they were spraying them with uh, pepper spray. You know, as they go through, it's like dispersing all of them. And, um, you know, so they get through the, the crowds that way. But, you know, what would you do if you guys were in, you know, let's say, uh, we'll pick a random city like Austin and you're driving through, uh, and they're doing a, uh, a, a BLM protest and they're surrounding your car or they won't let you pass through a street. Uh, you got your family in the car or maybe you're just on your own. What would you guys do in that situation? Are they trying what to break into the car? Or what we what would we do or what would we want to do? <laughs> okay, what would you do? First question, what would you do? Well, what they, would you want to do? Let's make that the first question. What would you want? To are, do? Well, are they, are they trying to break into the car or are they just standing there? Let's say uh, you are basically in the middle of the street now. You're in an intersection. You have to go straight. There's no other way for you to go. Um, and you're they basically are blocking your path from moving on and now they're starting to shout at you because you're like you know honking your horn or you know you're basically kind of in their way what would you what would you yeah, want I would, uh, to do i turn my little honda civic into the batmobile like oh, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i would want to do but i guess what i would do is pray for them uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I would I would want to do is to have my feces in a bag and I just swing <laughs> it at him. I need to figure out a way to make sure it doesn't spill anywhere. But yeah, that's what we might <laughs> But it'll probably get in my hand or something like that, so I don't want to do that. No, I would, I would, I would most likely, even though it would irritate me to no end, I would probably back away if, especially if I had the kids, because what I've seen is that these people, there's people in the crowds that have guns, or they, yeah, they would take, uh, they would make a case to fire on me, and then especially if I'm in a place like Austin, where who knows what the prosecutor will start to do. Yeah. You know, I think my my primary goal would be to get out of there without irritating them and just back away, uh, especially if I had the kids in the car or something. So, like where was I trying I mean, to go to? Like, was I going to work or like the grocery store? Or? Uh, let's say you were just uh, driving <laughs> to a restaurant or something. Like oh that. yeah, I'll just go home then. <laughs> <laughs> But if he's going to work, okay. <laughs> but if he's going to work to go save lives, he's going to take a couple before. Yeah, I'll take a couple if I have to get to work. But, uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, honestly, I, I think yeah, if if I had to go somewhere like important, like if it was like work or something, I think I would probably do what that guy did, just slowly kind of go forward. Well, uh, then okay, now you're slowly going forward, and now they're starting to beat the side of your car. Um. I think I'll just still have to slowly go forward because because I don't I know it's tempting to run someone over, but yeah, like uh, Mr. Furious was saying, just the prosecution system is like yeah. But now they're right standing right directly in front of your car, and you're slowly going forward, and it's actually bumping into them now. Well, I mean, eventually, the worst well, choose your own adventure book you've ever written. I'm seeing, I'm seeing this happen. No, 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 people do the slowly that, going forward, but they're uh, that, that's how the video with the truck guy. It was just like a. It started. It was, I kind of pictured it as a big game of Red Rover, Red Rover, and yeah. uh, you know they kind of were holding their arms together, and he just kind of broke through it. As he slowly <laughs> kept going, <laughs> so it wouldn't it wouldn't bother you. I mean, I'm sure it would bother you, but you know the fact that they were throwing things or hitting, punching the car, you know, th- doing stuff like that. Oh yeah, of course you, it bother. Like, yeah, no, it, of course it would bother me, but I'm not going. To, and like you know, I, I feel like you know, even if you said my, I, I said my life was in danger, and that's why I hit the pedal. Right? It's still like just a headache going through to having to prove that and. Of course, you know, I'm sure the media would pick it up in a different way. So I think I'll just try to do it in the, um, you know, in a way that 
no one would get hurt or at least like even if it is caught on video i wouldn't look that bad if i'm just like you know i was bare, you know going at like two miles an hour you know no people could have moved out of the way and just put okay. it in that. what about you spleen uh, yeah i what i want to do is you know hit the gas and it well not not generally i wouldn't really not want to do that but um it would just be f- so frustrating because they're like a stench in the society right now where they think that uh, they can treat other people and, you know, mistreat them in such a horrible way. And they're hiding under their same peaceful protests, but they're causing, mm-hmm. uh, they're enfranchising on other people's rights in a way that's not, um, doesn't present their message in, a, in the, in the best light. <coughs> And they're attacking people who are innocent and there's no, I haven't, I have, I would have, if I, I would, I would do is it's like, I would turn around because yeah, if my, yeah, my kids in the car and my husband's there, I know that I wouldn't be able to do anything without it going through more stress. And so turn around, but I would call the cops at least and say, Hey, they're, you know, I'm causing danger to myself and my family and let them know that they're blocking the street. But the fact that I have seen them do this so often and there doesn't seem to be like a genuine police presence to enforce. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if there's rules against blocking the street, but it's a danger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like, I was like imagining in my mind, like, man, I should have like one of those on my phone. I have, get like a, go to YouTube and find a machine gun sound effect. <laughs> Maybe get the guy from the police academy and have him do. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's frustrating because it's they. I don't know if I'm curious to see if there is a majority in America who are tired of the way that people are reacting and uh, mistreating and causing more destruction and stress and mistreatment to other people in the name of their you know, view it has it has it really changed other people's views as they intended it and then uh it was funny watching that video that of this guy that guy finally trying to fill gas <laughs> people were like you know cursing him out and like they're trying to hold it and then one point they're like we're children we're children we're trying to run over children and i was like they, I mean, they look like they're, like they're in their 40s so i was just like you know <laughs> and maybe they're in their teenagers but this is like man there's just like such a level of immaturity and uh, selfishness, yeah. and I, I just—I don't know how they, who like I, how they got to this point where they. Would, now, they I had seen a a video this week of a woman who was in the car. She was uh, inching forward and trying to get through this big crowd, and it seemed like they st- all started to beat up her car, beat on her car. Uh, at one point, they hit her trunk so much that like it popped open and then they all started raiding her trunk and taking things out of her trunk <laughs> and then started throwing it. And, and you know what? And most of those things happened to be like fake flowers. For some reason, this person had a lot of fake flowers in her trunk, <laughs> like decorative flowers. So they're all like taking it around, throwing it, you know, taking all this contents of her trunk, throwing it around. Finally, they, they had bashed in her windshield um, you know completely and so at a certain point I think she got out of the car and she kind of some somebody in the crowd kind of pushed her away from you know the rest of what was because they just continued to beat her car down but and like that's why she needed to have a box of your feces in your trunk <laughs> 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 that would be good you can take you can take whatever you want in my trunk. Just and it's pop the trunk alone. as soon as they start swarming your car. <laughs> pop the trunk. <laughs> hey, what is what this? Is, what is this? Wow, it's beautiful, man. <laughs> I guess I think a, a good like what would you do situation would be like so if you were the like in the case of this Jacob Blake. Um, situation so if you were the cop like you just got done wrestling trying to wrestle this guy down he escaped you tried to tase him it didn't affect him like what what would you do next like you know what what answer would you give lebron and all these people that 
No, you're supposed to put so your like, gun on the ground and ask him nicely if he'd like to sit down and talk about <laughs> it. You're supposed to call the social worker to get down there. Yeah, by the time it's the yeah. worker. Everybody, let's take a timeout. Like, literally put timeout signs together. So, guys, yeah. guys, guys. As he goes to the forward of his You call the social worker, put a couple cones around the area to set up a, a little safe space, and then you wait. Call in somebody to bring some chairs. And Wait some for pizza. everybody to cool down yeah, as cool he drives down. off. Guys, he has a, he has a, he has a warrant for being a sexual, sexual assault, assault. With a minor. Yeah. He's being called by that same, I think, uh, woman, the the police. She called the police. And... That yeah, that is a good question because especially if he's reaching into his car, it's like, what do you do at that What's, point? I mean, because like with George Floyd, it's like the death was, I guess, bad, but you can see. He had like a you know a criminal career basically, and like people still kind of you know a lot of that information didn't come out till much later, and even like before the arrest, that didn't, that video didn't come out till like a month later, and that really cleared everything up in terms of like showing this isn't a racist um, like cop killing um, a black person type of scenario. But with this yeah, guy, the easiest way this is resolves is if you have everybody in politics. All at the same time, say, guys, we've got to slow down and wait till the investigation is complete. Even if the mm-hmm. video looks bad, let's wait. Because yeah. every single time this has happened, it's resulted in multiple jurisdictions coming in and confirming what the reality of the situation is. Like even in Ferguson, two separate groups in Missouri, like the, you know, they're, they're, uh, prosecution groups as well as the federal the obama's federal uh task force department of justice went in and confirmed what the account of the police officer and what the yeah. you know the not the narrative that's portrayed but then you have all these politicians like kamala harris who's even asked about this jacob blake guy she's like well we have to wait for the investigation, but what I saw it looked like he should be the police officer should be prosecuted. I'm like, what? Nobody should believe Kamala Harris at this point. She believes Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> one of the first people. It's still happening <laughs> at Subway. <laughs> like people's responses online is like, so like what if should his past dictate like him getting killed or like it's like at this point, like people don't even care now. Like what the situation is or like oh you're telling me three guys couldn't bring him down like that's that's uh there's still well, no it's right always to easy when you're not when you don't you're not a policeman like it's not that hard especially when a guy's resisting i mean even if you it's not just like you're trying to bring him down you're trying to get his arms behind his back it's not as easy as people make it out to be yeah yeah I mean, in most of these, well, pretty much all of these cases, there may be a few that are questionable, but like a lot of them haven't, you know, happen to be resisting arrest during, you know, these instances. Um, but, you know, I, I think some of that can be called into question. But regardless, you know, a lot of that just seems like it could be prevented if you, if there was, you know, a calmer or cooler head. But, when you have somebody who has a history of, you know, at, reacting the same way and, you know, when the police officer knows, hey, this person has a warrant for their arrest, they actually need to be arrested and it's for sexual assault when they're looking up this person, you know, prior to the arrest, um, that all is playing in the back of the police officer's mind as well. So I, I would think, you know, they're even more on high alert too whenever they're, you know. Yeah, they're not situations. dealing with people where they think, oh, this has, this guy means like the best intentions or like, you know, we'll look for the best scenario. Like, you know, they're assuming everyone they deal with as a criminal is like looking right. the worst scenario, but it's, it's just crazy. Like the amount of like how the population just keeps shifting more and more to where they're like ignoring what they're willing to ignore just to like keep the narrative going. Like not even just like these politicians, but just like the general public, I'm saying they're just right. willing to ignore all this just so they can still say that this in narrative still exists and we need to just out, you know, loot, riot. I mean, but like, and then it's also just kind of the way, like, you know, because the, the whole fact of the matter is, is if you see this guy reaching into his car, what other option do you have? Right. Like, like, what are you going to do at that point? 
turn around and run. Yeah. <laughs> Get behind the police car and wait for the <laughs> social <laughs> And then, and then the, the whole argument about people is like, so you're telling me you couldn't bring this guy down. And it's like, you weren't there, right? Like, it would be the same thing if, like, you know, if I was playing in a basketball game and someone's like, so you're telling me you're wide open and you couldn't dunk the ball. And I'm like, no, I just couldn't do it. Like, you know, like, Physically, the cop just couldn't do it. So it's like, you know, at that point, how, not just like, that. Everybody sits there on Monday morning quarterbacks things and says, like, yeah, well, if no. I was there, I would have been a, no, you wouldn't. Like it literally takes like split seconds for somebody to turn around and shoot with a gun. It's just, yeah. Habit. These people don't realize this stuff, especially all these non-gun owners, especially sit there and always say, you should be able to calm them down with rubbing their back and giving them a- <laughs> the thing is like not even just that the fact the guy recent did you guys know that this jacob blake had a criminal past surprise yeah right? but then yeah. one of the criminal charges against him was using a gun against a yeah. police officer Right. That was one of his previous charges. So whenever you go to this case and you see a guy who had a previous charge has a current felony warrant is called. We're calling because he's at the victim's home and he's reaching into his car after fighting with us. You know, you kind yeah. of draw some conclusions. Right. And frankly, I don't care if they made a wrong conclusion that he whether he had a gun or whatnot. The dude deserved to to uh, to to get in trouble you know, I don't ever advocate for somebody to get shot, all right? But at the same time, if you put yourself in these situations, you kind of have to assume there's going to be some negative consequences if you act like that. Right, right. Yeah. Now, you know, to pose like a, a slightly different situation, you know, for where we kind of got started on, on what would you do? Um, you know, there's been also these other cases where people are sitting down at restaurants and, you know, these protesters will then surround them and start trying to force them to put their fists up like they're pledging to Wakanda or something. (laughs) That's Jack. I saw some of these videos. Yeah. So uh, I just, uh, in one of those cases, I imagined Invisible Boy just like, you know, kind of staring down at his plate with his, you know, his Nick Sandman <laughs> smile on, but like, I didn't really think, you know, I could see us kind of, you know, I would sneeze putting on it. it up. Sneeze <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my! Sorry, my COVID is acting up. Sorry, <laughs> 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 right, what did you guys want me to do? <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't know if, you, if it's ever happened to you, but I've been sneezed on, and you just want to get away. Like you don't know what you want to do, but you just want to get away. You're just like, ah, <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> I can't believe you cover your mouth, and you just like walk, walk that, away. That is, that's his defense mechanism. Uh, <laughs> spray them with a sneeze. It's like fight, flight, or sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) So in one of those situations, uh, (laughs) there is a girl shouting down, a black girl shouting down at this, uh, I guess this young white couple that's eating uh, at this restaurant. And the the guy, like he's just kind of, you know, I I don't think he's really staring at the the girl as she's like berating them. But then at one point he like takes his mask and puts it on. (laughs) And, you know, like, and then one of them, you know, somebody in the crowd is like, oh, now you want to put on a mask, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, <laughs> so they're like shouting at him. But like, you know, I would have to put on the mask just to keep from like to people from seeing me smirk or like smile at them as they did that to me. But like, you know, I, I was just trying to figure out like what was going through their heads at that point there. You know, there was that couple. And then there was also a lady that seemed to be getting shouted down at another restaurant and whoever she was with was putting her arm up with the black power symbol, I guess. But she was, she was actually a liberal and she just didn't feel right about people screaming and shouting at her to do the, you know, uh, to basically put her fist up in unison with the rest of them. So she actually 
is, you know, the type of person like this is the type of thing that's going to push people to, you know, voting for Trump or, you know, to, for the conservatives, I would think. I mean, there's no doubt about that. that, that we, we've let this go way too long. For, yeah, this this has gone too far. And I think a lot of people are sensing that or feeling that or seeing this. And if you don't think that the rural communities or the communities that value or are responsible for what they have built in their lives are going to sit there and say like, yeah, that ain't going to happen in my house. I'm not allowing that. I'm going to vote for people that actually say that this is wrong and do something about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're stupid. If you, if you're going to follow that logic, because I mean, can you imagine the animals that have to be wandering around like that to be able to just wander up to people and feel like I own this space and I can do whatever I want. I can disrupt your life. I don't care. Like yeah. that, that's, that sense of entitlement by these people have just been allowed. I mean, like I have kids, it, it, there's no kid going to come and sit there while I'm eating and they're screaming at me. They're going to get something from me if, if that happens in my house. So like, wh- wh- why would, why would we allow that in society? Yeah. You know, this is just, this has gone too far. I mean, what do you think it would take for, um, for a shift in the way the people who do, uh, protest and kind of berate other people for not following or doing what they want you to do. Uh, what would you, what do you think it would take for them to stop doing that? Because unless people like us, you know, stand up against that, I would see it continuously happening. Right. I mean, usually it stops when the government gets involved, which is usually like when they start protesting in the mayor's neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that it would have to take a group standing up and speaking out and uh, that, or the group that's silent actually just speaking up because it's just the ladder, the squeaky wheel, they say, gets the attention, right? And so if we keep staying quiet and like not speaking up or not saying anything or just not in sound, I'm not going to follow your symbol. I, I'm curious to see those videos now because I, I wonder if that's like widespread where they want you to do Wakanda. The fake country, <laughs> made up country. No, it's yeah. not the it's not the Wakanda oh, symbol, oh, oh, oh. but like they were wanting to do the you know the black power type yeah. symbol, I guess, and they didn't want to do it. I don't know why that you know became something to do um, to force people to do, but apparently they want everybody you know lockstep with them. So uh, we need a free Kyle. Yeah, free Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, be careful about uh, adding yourself to Free Kyle because he's, he's his history is starting to come out. He's he's not the smartest of tool in the no, show. He didn't look smart. That situ- that whole situation that was like a ridiculous because apparently his mom like drove him there, his, and dropped him off <laughs> with his gun so he could just go patrolling. I was like, what kind of that is such a screwed up? What kind of parent does so, that? I, 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 haven't, I haven't read up totally on it but like at one point i had read like something about him working in that area or something like as a lifeguard and then it's very close to where they live illinois is right across the border yeah where he lives so it's not very far but i mean still come on like what kind of parents like hey 17 year old son here's a giant (laughs) rifle and let me drop you off in the middle of a mass protest like this is the problem with these people i'm telling you man yeah that wouldn't happen to my family. <laughs> you want to go where? With what? When? I wouldn't, I wouldn't even let my family peacefully protest. I, I bet you it's a single parent household. I feel like any father would be like, no, nah, you're not doing, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the heck? <laughs> nonsense. Like, even the Trump people that went into. Uh, Portland. I appreciate their sentiment. They're like, hey, look, we're gonna well, dude, don't go to somebody else's town just to flag, you know, to purposely try to antagonize and try <laughs> this to find is what them. happens when there's a when there's a pandemic and no one has jobs. Like this <laughs> <laughs> so going back to what Shell was asked earlier, what we would do, tell you what, one thing we'd do is like number one, the National Guard. Number two is if you're coming down there and you're 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 violating, you're trying to riot and you're not just doing a peaceful protest. And your state, your your, your welfare uh, capabilities are immediately gone. Like you, you yeah. can. And I think that's ninety nine percent of the reason. All these dummies are over there with their uh, their employment 
insurance or workers comp or whatever. Not what is it? Am I talking about employee benefits, the welfare yeah. stuff, and they just have all this free time. This is what we what we get when people don't have yeah. jobs. Because how many of us right. who have actually have jobs are going like, I know what I'm going to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, answer. Just, like I, that thought never crosses my mind. I'm just like, how do these people have time to do all of this stuff? And it's obvious. Yeah, I mean, they don't have jobs. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, I can, you know, it's like I can't leave the house after 9 p.m. Like getting ready to go to bed for my job yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys didn't uh, call in and skip work as a means of protest. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. How do you think the Arab Spring started? It's because all these fools didn't have a job. That's, the, that's number one. And I get that they're upset about that. But I mean, that's the problem. If you if you have a whole giant workforce of people not contributing to society, they have nothing else to do. They want to find some value or worth or fun. This is what they do. Yeah. But these same people are the ones that are saying, like, we should keep the lockdown going, uh, not go back to work or not like. I don't know. Because we're getting a free check now. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to so pay They have bill. nothing to do. They want the government to keep them from doing nothing. And then they get bored and start, like, basically making hell on earth. It's just, what a cycle. Well, uh, I think that is all we got for today. So we will keep up with you guys next week. And I hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you later. Later.